Look at all of these people here for one child. One child matters this much to God that all these people are here for him, you know, for this little baby that we don't even know yet. This is Elaine Kohanowitz. Welcome to the Imagine Momcast. Okay, so you you got that amazing amount of money from the church. And then what happened? That was that was a confirmation that we were to me that we were supposed to go forward with that. And so I ended up uh, again working talking with this birth mom once a week um, through her pregnancy. Oh wow, man, was that was that hard though? Because you just didn't know once again, really. You know, my heart just because I had gone through everything that had gone through. My heart was at a just different place. It was like, okay, God, whatever, you know, whatever it is, this may not work out and we know, but there's a reason behind it. And if it's just to um, connect with her and she chooses life, that's great. Cause, oh, cause that was another thing that I felt like God had given me is I was driving and I'm, we're trying to, you know, work through this and should we do this? Should we not, you know, and all this. And and I drove up behind a car and it said, the license plate said, I'm for life. And I'm like, if I'm saying that I'm I'm for life, what am I doing about it, you know? And so that really was like, I'm, I wanna support, you know, a birth mom that's going through this hard process of oh, like, right. I'm pregnant, what do I do now? And ah, I just, yeah. I wanted to be a, a solution. I wanted to be a help in that was another reason of doing it too so it's like this is where you become you know not just an advocate or a believer it's where you become part of the solution right yeah yeah that's awesome and so i think with me i'm like oh this is expensive but i'm like if this helps this birth mom choose life then i will do that she may it may not work out and it it didn't work out (laughs) Oh, it didn't? <laughs> no. Oh, wow. And no. And, but you know, um, but God knew. He knew we were supposed to be with that agency. He knew that we needed all the paperwork done because we had all the paperwork done and everything ready to the place where we were going to go. Because I walked through that pregnancy with her and we we're waiting right. for her to, to give birth. And what happened actually is that she gave birth and she was still saying that she was pregnant. And she was still, she was working with a couple of agencies and receiving money um, to for living expenses because of the state that we worked um, with. They, the um, adoptive parents paid the birth mom's expenses. So oh, it was kind of a crazy baby? scenario. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So she actually had the baby, but she was just milking the system. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How yeah. would they not know? Well, they caught on like about a week after her due date. And they're like, eh. oh, okay. So it wasn't long. Yeah, it wasn't long. But at that same time, what happened was um, when they figured that out, they got a call from a hospital that said, we have this little baby that was born here. And under the safe haven law, the mom left yeah. this baby here. And we... We don't know what to do. Yeah. And so this agency was like, well, we too. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, and we were working with an attorney and everything. So all the legal stuff got taken care of, but, um, so, but she calls me and she, and the same phone call, she's just like, well, we figured out this birth mom that you had been working with. This is what happened. Um, you know, and then, but we, I have this little baby in the backseat of my car that needs a home. Oh my gosh. Can you get here as soon as possible to get this baby. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that was a crazy story, but I just believe that God had orchestrated. Cause if we hadn't signed up, if this birth mom had not chosen our profile, we would have not signed up with this agency and we would not have our, our son today, today because of it. Wow. And just yeah. out of curiosity, I mean, this is a, an aside, but you, it, it sounds like in this scenario, you don't know whether it's ever going to be a girl or a boy. So you, that's not really like, you're not choosing ahead of time that. No, I mean, in your profile, you can say, I want, I, you know, I want a boy or, you know, you have to go through all this stuff and saying what you would accept and what you wouldn't, you know, and all this crazy stuff. Okay. Um, you know, with, in a scenario like this scenario, walking through that with her, you know, she found out if it was a girl or a boy. Okay. And well, I think so. I mean, she, I think cause she, it was a little girl. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, cause that, I mean, just what an incredible miracle to all of a sudden have this baby. And like you said, to have everything just lead up to this is so crazy, but also just the fact that maybe you thought it was going to be a girl and then end up being a boy. Like it's just, our plans aren't God's plans, you know? Yeah. And one of the cool things with this whole story too, is my friend that did a fundraiser. She, um, she, they, they owned a, a restaurant, um, the egg and I, and they opened up their restaurant to the community. And so any, you know, when people came, they gave donations and they donated the food. And so, and it was all in support of this adoption. And oh. we were new again to the community and I was, it was packed of how, how many people were at this play at the egg and I. Now, wait, now was it a fundraiser that they did? It was a fundraiser. All the, all the proceeds that they made that night went towards our adoption. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, but just how many people came that didn't even know us that just supported the, the cause of adoption and going wow. through that. And so today I remember that. And I just remember sitting there going, look at all of these people here for one child. Like one child matters wow. this much to God that all these people are here for him, you know, for this little baby that we don't even know yet, you know? That's so amazing. That is yeah. really amazing. Yeah. I'm like crying. Just thinking about it. You're making me cry. So, so you, and I mean, what great opportunities to share that, you know, at some point, you know, with your ch child, you know, that, look yeah. that he, yeah. that he mattered so much to the heart of God, that all of these people came for him, you know, yeah. without even knowing him. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, so you got him, you ran down there, got him and brought him home. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. And, um, and so we had, yeah, two boys, well, my daughter and then two boys that we adopted and, and we were in the thick of raising two boys that, um, had trauma issues, you know, with adoption and yeah. just the different issues with that. I mean, once you say yes, it's, it's awesome, but it's not an easy go. 
working through all the the issues that come along with that too. Now, so was your second son a bit easier baby or how was that? He was an easier baby but once he started walking and talking and mm-hmm. all that there was um just some be- the behavior stuff right and, right yeah so um he he did as a baby there was sleep stuff and he actually started with night terrors like at two to three months of age oh, so wow. he dealt with night terrors which was kind of scary with a little tiny baby because yeah yeah completely asleep and be just crying screaming yeah. So, yeah. We dealt with some of that with some of our kids, but they were never that small. Yeah. So that would be kind of shocking. Like, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Because we didn't know any of his history, you know, what right. he through. I mean, we got little bits and pieces, you know, that were set at the hospital. So we we assumed there was a lot of, you know, a, you know abuse and um, with mom. You know, she, oh, she experienced wow. physical abuse and, and, you know, there was some drug use and stuff, but we didn't know how much and what and all that to that, what extent. So, yeah. Wow. But so I know your kids and they're all amazing and, <laughs> and they're all full of energy and all spitfires. So, yeah. Yes, they are. And you know, the ups and downs that we have with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the, yeah. the journey is still ongoing. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. Um, the crazy thing with that too is just um, through that, you know, we adopted him and then we, we moved back to where we are living now today. And okay, yeah. um, I didn't want to leave that community again. And But my husband's job had, you know, he took us back to, well, we're in Kansas City now and he took us back here and I didn't want to do that, but the crazy thing is, a year after we got here, he lost his job, and again, and we we're like, now what? We have three children, two are going through trauma stuff that we have to deal with, and what do we do now? Yeah, so that thus began another. Yeah, and on top of that, you so this is where so your daughter was really thriving in the community that you were in. Yes. Yes, she loved it. Had lots of friends, loved it. And, and she was friendly. like a tween, maybe, at that time, or a teenager. Yeah, she was. She was just, yeah, she was in junior high at that time. Well, when we moved, she was a freshman in high school. We moved her in the middle of her freshman year. When you moved back to here. To here. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Kansas City. And so she was not happy with us at all. She was very angry. And that was really, that was hard for me as a mom, as my, my, my daughter, my girl. Right. Yeah. Was really mad and upset at us for doing that. So it made her high school years challenging and hard um, because she, she never really, I think she tried, but she was really hurt that we moved her and she didn't feel like she fit in to the community that we moved into. Yeah. So like, as if, you know, just being a teenage girl isn't hard enough, you know, throw in all the changes and dealing with all the new people and everything. Yeah. Yeah. She did a great job. I mean, she was real successful at whatever she did, but 
she just was not very happy and just I think it was hard to watch because she was so social and had so many friends and then here it didn't seem like she really hung out with very many people so yeah yeah that's so hard so at the same time um then you're dealing with you and your husband you know trying to work with her and and then dealing with you know some issues with the boys just kind of I mean that I think they are good but just like ongoing kind of it is and well and I think the move too that was hard on them both okay okay I didn't know if they were like old enough I know the middle one was I guess but your older son he he did pretty good but he still I mean he struggles he struggles with um ADHD and processing and dyslexia so school is hard um, for him, you know, just with that. So I work really hard with, to keep him up on that. And then my younger one was just two or three when we moved. And that was just, he had, there was a lot of stuff there. I just, for instance, before we moved, I was working like one or two days a week. Mm -hmm. And that day that I was gone the next day, he didn't know how to communicate it, but he was a mess. Um, that I had left him and he even read it like he would smear poop on the walls and I mean just crazy crazy stuff and that would be my day after I I, um, was gone for the day working wow yeah so there was there was definite you know just behaviors with that and working through that and just creating a safe environment for him to heal through through that through, um, through the trauma stuff that he was dealing with so it's amazing just you know even though you got you know him as a baby you know just the amount of trauma a child can endure in utero yeah and I this really I've learned so much with um adopting these two boys and just their nervous systems and just all that goes in as far as like you know in development in in utero and how babies can be affected or your developing fetus can be affected to the, the trauma or, you know, if there's drug, alcohol, or just even um, abuse or stress or anything like that can affect mm-hmm. um, developing babies. So yeah, I definitely have learned a lot about that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And so how, so your OT, how has your OT experience and training helped you? Oh, I just, I believe that that's the path why I went down that career path and the education that I got and what I learned, I was able to help my boys just from that knowledge base on, because they definitely both had, had, have sensory issues that we needed to work through. You know, my older son had oral motor feeding issues that I had to address, um, just the ADHD, um, and, and even the behavior stuff and, and, and dealing with that, it's been huge, huge in being able to parent them. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, um, you know, anytime you have a kid, whether they're adopted or not adopted, you know, you just sort of never know what you're going to get in some ways. And then you have to adapt. And I know that, you know, any parent listening can can relate to that. You know, it's like 
it's Pandora's box in a way. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> you just don't know. I know, you know, we don't have any adopted children, but we've certainly dealt with a ton of different behavior issues. And then, you know, we, you and I know lots of parents who've had all kinds of craziness, you oh, know, yeah. happen, whether, you know, no matter how they get, they arrived at that child. Right. <laughs> um, but I have to say, like, so your kids and my kids are friends, and yeah, and they really, really enjoy each other, and that's been such a blessing for us, you know. And it has been a huge blessing to me. I even just um, your youngest son and my son. I I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful he helped him develop socially because he was really <laughs> struggling socially, and I'm just like, just how he interacted and and was a friend to him when others were kind of didn't want to be a friend or were kind of scared of him. He, he was like, no. And if my son did something that irritated him, he's like, okay, bye. I'll see you later. And so my son learned quickly, like I can't do that or my friend is going to leave. <laughs> and I don't want him to. <laughs> so. Yeah. So just a little, a little like history. So like your son's just a little bit younger than mine. So that probably helped a bit too. Cause he, you know, yeah. so mine's maybe able to kind of, you know, maybe handle it a little bit better, you know, some of the, yeah. some of the craziness, but my son can be super crazy. So I am not going to say too much. <laughs> I think it's more one of those things where other people don't see it as much as I do, but I've told you stories, behavior okay. stories. <laughs> see, and my friends, everybody just sees it. It's not, yeah. they don't hold back for anybody. Now, I would say our, <laughs> oldest, our older sons that are friends, are more like everyone just sees the behavior but both of our older sons are kind of goofy and fun too and that's yeah. a really neat part of their personality yeah they are yeah they're fun to to be around yeah, yeah. so if you if you as long as you can get along with boy general boy behavior <laughs> just like stupid humor and totally unexpected what's going to come out of their mouth you're probably okay <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> And then your daughter and my daughter are actually good friends. So yeah, they are, yeah. It's they ran together in cross country and um, have just been a blessing. I Sometimes I think I've told you this story, but I tell this story sometimes of one time they were at, I was at our house, I came downstairs and these two goofy giggling girls are running out of the bathroom in their sports bras and a towel. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> And they were in there taking an ice bath. Oh, yeah. Sounds like my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such a silly, goofy, teenage, cross-country girl kind of thing to do together. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, but they had a lot of fun times together. But they also worked really hard, too, together. Cause yes. They're, they're, they're both teenagers. very type A and very driven. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Worked out. Um, and we've gotten to go do some really fun things with you guys because you said mentioned before your husband likes to ski and you guys have a little cabin on the, the lake and everything and really and thankfully look at you you're so healthy and you've gotten to enjoy that I know I just look back and that that you know as I walked through this story my story again and I'm like I did water skied this summer you know and that's I'm, that's a miracle it is a miracle yeah because at, you know, there's a time where I'm like, I didn't think I could even walk 10 minutes, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Praise God. Yeah. It's, 
Yeah, God is is good. So much for sharing with us, and we just really appreciate it. And I know it's going to be encouragement to a lot of people. So, if there's anything else you want to add that I forgot, you know, but if not, thank you so much. I just, I guess my my big thing is, is you know what, in life, we're gonna, there's gonna be hard times, most likely, and um, we can either choose to press into God or or not, and. Um, I can't imagine not pressing into God because on the other side of that is so much anger, depression, hopelessness. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As you press into God and walk through those hard times, you can experience that peace, even though it's still hard going through that. So that's awesome. And know that I mean, seriously, sometimes we really, really need to hear that because it can feel very hopeless. It can be really, really discouraging at times. Yeah. And yeah. And he promise- I- Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yes. And he promises that he will ne- never leave us or forsake us, you know? Um, and so as we cling to him, we know, I mean, he's shown me over and over. He is faithful to provide and care for me and physical, my physical needs, my emotional needs, my, you know, financial needs just yeah yeah that's so cool all right well thank you so much Uh, thank you for joining us yeah thank you thank you for joining me in this interview with sarah williams i hope it encouraged you and inspired you i wanted to follow up with one thing she mentioned um in the last interview that after they moved again, her husband lost his job. So they moved for the job, and then he got laid off. So it was really a blow um, on top of everything else that was going on. And um, But he'd started his own company, which you know was he was really passionate about. And, of course, anytime you start a company, it's tough at first. But um, thankfully, he's doing really good now. And so everything is, is looking up, and it's exciting to see you know, what he's doing and what they're doing together. So it's awesome to see what God is doing. And I hope to hear from you all. Please uh, join our Facebook group at Imagine Mom and uh, let us know. Hey guys, thanks for visiting the show. Want to hear more? Keep listening at Imagine Momcast on any podcasting platform. Would love for you to be part of our conversation too. If you go to Facebook or Instagram, You can search Imagine Mom to join our community. Can't wait to hear from you. We'll see you soon.